0: Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited to introduce you to my friend, Anna Brinkworth, who is a life coach, for high achievers. Her energy is so contagious. <laughs> you're going to love meeting her and listen in on our conversation we have about leveling up um, and what it actually takes to do so. <laughs> right? It's it's easy in theory. It It's different when you get into it, when you're trying to level up your life with your mindset and energy and trying new things and becoming someone new. And so I think you're really going to love our conversation. So without further ado, let's jump into our, my interview with... Okay, hey Anna, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll give a little intro. Um so I would just love to hear your thoughts about your story and what you're up to now so that people who are listening can get to know you a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um so I am a life and mindset coach. I have been doing this not too long, but it seems like it's been forever. So that's so cool. Um, I started my business, launched back in June of 2021. And before that, I was a physical therapist for, well, I was still practicing as a physical therapist for 14 years. Um, have my doctorate, did worked in a lot of different areas, um, had things I loved about it, but realize now it like never lit me up. It just didn't like light that fire. Um, And I found myself for a long time kind of justifying where I was, you know, just working on being grateful for what I had and not allowing myself anymore. Kind of like saying, I'll wait till I'm retired to do that or to make a shift. Like, you know, I just, I believed the story that um, it should just be enough that, you know, other people were doing amazing, wonderful things. And that just wasn't me, like, kind of like the story, stay in your lane. You have a doctorate, you spend a lot of time and money doing this, just do it forever. And <laughs> this is your life
0: plan though.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, and the thing about my job uh, before was it was never like the physical therapy stuff that I loved the most. It was the people and it was the connections. And it was like my work that I did inspiring people to, you know, um, to recover and take care of their bodies and to use what they had, use their gifts. Mm -hmm. And just, that was the best part for me, the connections and the people. I never realized like I could do something with this. Um, until the pandemic hit. Right. And I think that gave me a lot of time to kind of like yeah. think and realize like, what am I doing? Yeah. I, you know, was working from home, which is kind of crazy to imagine. But at the time I was working in the schools with kids with special needs. And so we kind of worked from home, like a lot of other people and like sent home exercise wow. plans and emailed parents and did stuff yeah. like that. I had a lot of time to think like, could there be anything else? What am I doing? What do I love? And with my husband as an entrepreneur, kind of looking at him and having conversations. And he was always like, Anna, you could like start your own PT practice. You could, it was always yeah. geared toward the PT stuff. He was like planting then, seeds. He was, he was yeah. planting seeds, um, him being in that position of being an entrepreneur and being someone that had started multiple businesses and just kind of went all in and believed that anything was possible for him. Like I watched him do that and believed it for him and it took all of those um circumstances and things like time and me kind of looking into like just getting curious about what am i doing to to get to this point where i was able to hear that message of like look you have people in your sphere doing things what could you be doing too yeah. um and kind of got you know like introduced into the coaching world and suddenly, like, just was fascinated and inspired, like, it spoke to that part of me that I never allowed, that more is possible, like, you don't even have to know what that is, but you love people, you love connection, you love, like, building, just being your best self, like, and for forever, I had kind of downplayed my passion
0: and my energy and my happiness. like And ambition, I feel yeah, like. Too. And ambition. I love this story because when I when we were talking about doing this podcast, I was like, I want to talk about what it takes to actually level up. Um, yeah. Because by the world's standards, you had leveled up. True? Yes. You're like, I have a doctorate. Like with her, like, this is it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and other people probably were like, you're amazing. You, you did it, you know, but you had that knowing. And I feel like for high achievers, especially and high performers, it's like leveling up is like a way of life. It's not like you arrive somewhere. Yeah. And so you have to pick kind of like a vehicle like coaching or like entrepreneurship where there's like levels that don't end, right? Like a Uh, mountain peak that you just keep climbing and so I'd love to hear what for you, I mean, we could talk about your clients and just what you see in general too, but like, what did it take for you to make the leap into entrepreneurship and level up that way? I, it took a couple things. Um,
1: it almost took that getting smacked in the face of a big life shift, right? Like I was so determined to stay in my story. Like our brains are mm-hmm. that I was justifying everything
0: because it, like you said, it was good. I did. Yeah. What did that actually sound like coming out of your mouth? Like, how did you justify it? Ah,
1: it was what if it was me asking myself like, but and really believing that there could be a different story. And by having that initial, um, my initial very first coach. And I felt that belief in me, like when people hear, you know, it's like, I was able to hear it because I was ready to be it, do it, create it, embody it. And I never, so I was able to hear her belief. I was able to feel it and accept it.
0: Yeah.
1: I was yeah. open to it because all of a sudden I had these questions like, is this really all that there is? Life is so beautiful. Look at people doing these amazing things. I'm not so happy. And in love with what I'm doing, okay. Then from the messaging in the coaching world, which I like, I have full authority and responsibility to create my results. What does that look like? Yeah. And if I'm going to take ownership and responsibility here, this is not what I want it to look like, even though I am grateful. So yeah. it it just looked like me really starting to question my life and my results Yeah. And then ask myself, like, if, if, like, if I could not possibly fail, if I knew that this is for me and that this message is here because it's down in here somewhere.
0: Yeah.
1: What do I want to do? Am I going to sit on that? Like, absolutely. No way in hell am I going to yeah. let that go. That's not the type of person I am.
0: But what's interesting is some people do that, right? Like they pretend mm. not to hear that there's like this, or they like shut it down, right? Like they're like, yeah. oh, like I want to be an author or a speaker, or like yes. I see myself making a lot of money or on stage or whatever, like that big yes. dream. And then they kind of like, oh, like I'm going to pretend that I did not hear that little, <laughs> that little dream. Yeah. You know? Yes.
1: I think like for me and the more I started to like, we, I learned a ton about the brain and the mind and the nervous system, all this stuff and getting my doctorate. Right. Right. But, and I had, I have a minor in psychology just from my undergrad degree. So I had heard bits and pieces of this stuff, but really applying it and practicing this awareness, this intentional where am I? What what am I choosing to believe? Knowing that my thoughts deeply and 100% impact my results,
0: deciding to take that ownership. Yeah. Deciding and to it, change that, everything. Like you could choose to think whatever you wanted. Like you said, yes. I will not fail. Like that, a lot of people don't get that. They're like, well, how will you know you won't? Like, how do you know it's going to work? like yes. that's like the reverse thinking that coaching creates, right? Like no, it is. you won't fail because you're going to keep going. Cause and- you're going to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so I think like
1: part of my, like when I think about like who, like, what is my special sauce? What is my genius? It has been trusting myself with my answers for a long time. I'm not someone that takes a long time to decide. And when I do, I'm going to do it and I'm going to give a hundred percent and I'm going to go for it. And then adding coaching into that part of my nature, just someone being like all in type of person, just go for it was learning how to do it with the fear-based brain wanting to take over at all times, learning how to do it and hold that space in the passenger seat for the doubt, (laughs) for the fear, for the self like criticism learning how to blend that and not let that slow me down, stop me, make me want to quit, make me talk mean to myself. So building that awareness to be a human and move through and with doubt and fear, that was the brilliant piece that coaching added that allowed me to eventually after, um, I had, been in my business, you know, launched my business. And within a year I had replaced my PT income and left my job. And it wasn't comfortable. Like it, it was one of the craziest conversations because that was a whole nother shift. There was me as a PT and a coach doing that simultaneously for a year, but there was that safety net that, and the safety knots, it's not a bad thing. Right. I didn't have any pressure to create Like and attract clients to make any sort of amount of money. It just got to be fun and expansive and it got to be an experiment. But I was deeply committed and I fell more and more in love with it. Mm -hmm. Just the coaching, the power of coaching as that year went on. And I knew this is what I want to do. Like if I don't jump now and that would be, you know, to have that conversation and leave my career as a PT, what am I like? what is the cost of not going all in on this yeah i don't want to i don't want to cost myself like the potential that i'm able to create when i do go all in
0: yeah i often think about like there's always going to be like the uncomfortable emotions one of the things that makes me the most uncomfortable is like the fear of regret yeah and i feel like a lot of entrepreneurs like we have to cross that bridge of like if i got to 85 years old and i was like dying what would I regret most of the things I'd regret is like not going for it you know absolutely I mean? so for you like when you left I mean that's a big de- even if you are making enough money that you were like replace your salary like it's still a big decision to like leave it, a job it was a huge decision
1: because I know like you and I've talked about like complete shifts in self-concept mm-hmm. I had to allow myself to let that like to close that chapter and not do it out of anything but just this gratitude for where it got me mm-hmm. and this potential that was kind of harboring for forever. Yeah. So yeah. it was I had to decide like this is what I'm doing and it's okay. It's safe to recreate who I thought I was. It's safe to kind of go all into being a beginner at something. I was an expert at what I did. I was really good at it. At the doctorate level. Yeah. 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 And then here I was jumping into being a beginner, but it's like that was worth it because of how good it felt to like show up to a, to my job. I've had that in the air quotes because it has never felt like a job. Like, yeah. honestly, yeah. it's been something I've had to like, and I'm still working on like setting boundaries because I yes. want to be in it all the time.
0: I'm I a, went through uh, the same thing where I'm like, yeah. it's like my hobby. I want to do it all the time. Yes. And then it's like, wait, like I have a husband. Yes. <laughs> like uh-huh. I can't do the work all the time, even though like secretly I want to steal. Yes. So, I've been in business for a long, like, I don't know. Yeah. years. So okay. It's like, right. Um, it's still something that I struggle with, I think, but that's like the beauty of it, right? It's like that cliche quote that like, if you find something you love, you'll never work another day in your life. Like, you know what I mean? It's true.
1: It truly is. And I never, like, I'd heard that a thousand times and you just listen to that and you're like, yeah, whatever. Right.
0: One in one ear out the other. You're like, interesting until you actually experience it.
1: Yes. And then it's this whole other ball game. Yeah. Um, presence and impact and just this, wow, what's possible? What's next? Like like that, that growth mindset of being an entrepreneur is so cool. And I always gave that like for forever. That is what I was like, oh, that's my husband. He does that. That's him. It's not for me Mm -hmm. until I allowed it and then stepped into my own. And, you know, I know this story is just beginning and that's really yeah. cool.
0: Yeah. I have a few thoughts that I wanted to reflect back to you that um, I think might be interesting to talk about. One is that you felt like a beginner, but you got to bring in all your experience. I mean, it's not like you didn't talk to people or help people transform their life. It yes. just the vehicle was a little different. It was more physical, yes. maybe, but like, it's the same thing. So you get to bring all that experience I always tell coaches, like, you never really start as a beginner because most coaches don't find coaching at 15 years old. Most of us find it after we've done something in our life. And then we like wake up to this industry or this, you know, the way of thinking and we get to bring all these with us. And so I think anyone who's leveling up, it's not always brand. It's not like I am like a baby learning how to walk. It's more like, this is new. This is different, but I can use my experience and skills and knowledge from something that might not, you know, be totally overlapped, but I can bring it into this new, new venture.
1: Yes. That's so true. That's so true. I think, right. We don't always give ourselves credit for all of that, but it is true. Bringing just 14 years of thousands of client interactions and just witnessing and, seeing that potential, like my job is to help people see their potential. It is infinite. And that all that takes is a one perspective shift. That is what's so powerful. And then the embodiment on top of it, mindset plus embodiment. And it's like this whole other world opens up. And so blending those together, it's so powerful and so cool. Yeah. I love that. Thanks for pointing that out.
0: And I think one of the things that you also pointed out, obviously we're both coaches. So like, we really believe in this, but you said yes. the coach, I think that yeah. that's like a principle of, of truth of leveling up is like, you don't do it alone. I've never heard of anyone that climbed up the ladder of success and was like, I did it all by myself. Right. <laughs> you know, this was all me. I didn't have any mentors. I didn't have any coaches. I didn't get any help. Like we don't hear those yes. stories. Right. We don't,
1: because our culture for one does celebrate this grind, hustle, independent, do it yourself. Don't ask for help. Don't outsource. Like there is this story of hustle, like that, that is the way, not that I don't work hard and, you do. and hustle sometimes. Right.
0: We do. Yeah, if you don't know Anna, <laughs> she works very hard. You're you're very committed and consistent. That was something that like when I first met you I was like this lady like she goes all in. Yeah, uh, I so like right. you said it's not that we don't work hard and yeah. do all the things that we can, but that's not like the only thing that we do.
1: Right. And it's just you see all the time because I see it with my own clients and I see it with myself when I get my own coaching and I show up for coaching the level with which we're able to experience our consciousness and what is under the surface is almost impossible when it compared to someone looking from the outside, not attached yeah. to your stories, not yeah. attached to the living beliefs that, you know, I'm, I'll am i be 40 next month. There are a lot of beliefs that got me here. So many of them are so powerful and so good. And, and there are stories that don't serve me that yeah. for a, like, that I did play small for a long time that I did like seek to be validated by other people that I, right. I didn't know how to give that to myself. I was a per, was a performer. I'm still I'm working on that. You know, I, high expectations for myself, you know,
0: God probably really served you. This is one of the things that when I was preparing for a conversation and like, this is what I see when people level up, there's the story that got you to where you are that served you. Yeah. And it's like, you have to drop your winning strategy. <laughs> like you are probably an amazing employee. Yeah. I would, I would assume that about you. I don't know, yeah. but like, no, I'll you... take, I'll own that. I think I was fabulous. And, and I then got... you get into yeah. entrepreneurship and none of that, Matt, like, right. Like you yeah. being a good employee, even a good client doesn't necessarily mean your business is ex- successful. Yeah. Right. And so you have to develop grit and innovation and like creativity and like just literally seeing things through in the hard times. It's like a little bit different. Um, it's like, you have to be the initiator, yes. not you don't listen to rules. I mean, yes. And, you know, we have the same coach (laughs) and sometimes it's like, we want to just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And that's not how entrepreneurship works. Right.
1: And I definitely can feel that. I mean, and this is like a daily practice of wanting to like, just tell me the answer. I'll study it. I'll get it. Perfect. Like I can do this, like, you know, just show me. And then Oh wait a second. This is this is my thing I'm creating the answers deep within as yeah. much as I'm as I can see myself looking for the answer here or just wanting to ask someone or just wanting like what's going to work like to not shame myself for that because yeah. that's my human nature and then to like okay this means this is my chance to go deeper. This is my chance to build my self-trust. That like this is moving. It's going somewhere. I get to like be on this ride, and sometimes I'm gonna want the answer, and that's okay. Like, okay. where is that? Where is like how is that my teacher here? You know, okay. it's when I'm looking outside of myself. There's an opportunity for me to grow.
0: Yeah. Well, and and that's where I think people get stuck or give up because to get the self trust that you're talking about. That only comes like mm-hmm. through failure, Absolutely. not going the way you planned through doing things that you've never done before. Right. Yes. Like there's things that you have to do that challenge you, that make you the person. I love that you use the word embodiment because it's like, you can study all the books, but until you've yes. done something that like actually changes you, it won't hit the same.
1: No, no. And it opens you up to like you said, this, this deeper layer, this deeper understanding of where am I? Like, I think it's this balance between agency, like that self, this agency that I create my results and always our brain wanting to find the answer outside. Like there's that balance
0: at all times. It does. Yeah. That's huge. So I'm curious, this might be interesting to talk about because I, I have my own opinions about like what coaching is for and what it's not. And I'm sure that we we think similarly because some people would like, my coach tells me what to do. And I think there's some of that sometimes that we need like yeah. a strategy. Even like, I'm thinking like all coaches with a niche, like any niche, sometimes there's an element of like teaching, like this is how you track macros, or this is how you build a funnel. This is how you communicate with a spouse who's angry at you, whatever, like a tactic. Yes. Yes. The most part, what I think you just described in, in what I find valuable in coaching is like the level of consciousness that I have got me here. Mm -hmm. If I want a different result, I need a different level of consciousness. And I can't see that for my own brain. I need someone else to show it to me.
1: 100%. 100%. It's the difference between, um, what's the word I'm trying to say? Just being intentional Mm -hmm. and being like on that autopilot. It's just the intentional piece is everything and, Most of our life, we are in the subconscious, just automatic thoughts, automatic actions, automatic results. It feels good. It feels comfortable. It's neutral. It's safe. And the coach, right, to be willing to show up and be vulnerable enough to say, show me what I'm not seeing. Yeah. We're willing to look at something and improve there. Like, you know, to be wrong, to like, and, and and I say that in a way, it's like we always, we I also believe we always get to be right, but like to be to learn to to yeah. fail in a way that it's like, oh, I see that, that's what that created. So let me intentionally try something different, like. Instead
0: yeah. of just the more models. that I've done this work, the more I enjoy being wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. trained, right? That's not how it felt in the beginning. I wanted to be right. But what I realized is the more right I was, the more stuck I stayed in my circumstances, right? Because mm-hmm. I was right. Yeah. Versus, like, being challenged. Like one of my coaches early on in my, my uh, story, she was like, do you want to be right or do you want to be rich? And I was like, dang, <laughs> I love I that. both of those. And um, yeah. I was like, I want to be right about myself right? Mm-hmm. The, the thoughts that I had were like, I'm chill and I'm easygoing. And like, that's still a story that I have. And it doesn't always serve my business because I'm more leaned back right kind of We were talking about this with like stories that don't serve anymore. Yeah. So one of the things that she was talking about was just like that, that fire, that like initiating energy. And I was like, but I'm so chill. And she's like, do you uh-huh. want to be right that you're chill? Or do you want to go make money? I was like, I want to go make money.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. That, I mean, The money piece is so interesting because that is something that has been, like, very eye-opening for me um, as far as having a money story that was kind of from lack, Mm -hmm. from this, oh, we, like, I grew up in a family like that. We were, we were, you know, middle class, Complete got to go on vacations. Like, we went to, like, we had, we were privileged, I would say, right? Mm -hmm. Like, went to private school. Yeah. However there were money stories that <laughs> were brought from my parents growing up like being born in the 50s you know and go and their parents like that come with and this idea that you know I would just be the person in our family that because I worked like you know for the schools and my husband had has his own businesses it was like i provided the insurance i worked part-time i made this little tiny salary that i was okay with that i was not someone that could make money and it was like right and that was so wrong it just fed that story forever and it's been really cool to experience like the process and i'm still in it of money not creating safety Mm-hmm. Of our thoughts creating safety, that money is literally like it's a tool. It can be expansive. It is infinite. All of that has been a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. And just being like understanding it that it does feel powerful to make a lot of money, and we're not going to have like these five figure months every single month, you know? So I've had to kind of grow with that, too, but it's been fascinating to yeah. move between having very, very high income months and then maybe nothing the next month. Yeah. And
0: Well, what's the- interesting, I feel like we have a money self-concept too. You, I like that yeah. because I use yes. that word a lot. Um, and it's like any self-concept, I really love the uh, metaphor of the rubber band, right? So like you are this rubber band and then you stretch yourself maybe. And I think a lot of coaches will resonate with this. It's like, oh, like a 10K month, a 20K month and then like back to 2K. Yeah. Back to zero. Yeah. The next month it's like, wait, like, was that real? Yeah. And this is what I like, I coach my clients. I'm like, yes, it was real. Like the more you have to really believe that you were, you created that because this yeah. is part of you creating the new self-concept is like, I'm the person who created that. Right? Absolutely. And it's like stretching that rubber band again. And then, yes. Then, and the more you stretch it, the more that just becomes who you are. But there are those like, kind of like, like <laughs> you get whipped back, you are like, yeah. Me what's real. And so I think what you said was really profound, That like we create ourself. Yeah. That was just made up. It's not true, right? That you were right. destined to be the part-time insurance yes. provider for your family. That was not exactly. written in the stars. Nope. It was totally a story
1: yeah. and it served myself to stay there because it was very safe and very comfortable. Yeah. So it's, of course I like justified that forever. Yeah, And then I got a taste of like, Holy moly, I can do this, right? And I love that our coach, like she once said, you know, if you have created a 10 or a $20,000 month or whatever it is,
0: you're always that person.
1: You're always that person. You're always, you did that, like, and you will do it again. And we have a conscious choice to make. Like, we can focus on who was I? What did I do? How did I own that to recreate that? just as much as we could focus on like a, a much smaller month or a zero income mm-hmm. month in our business. And literally you have equal opportunity to focus on either one. And we know what what our primal brain will focus on. It will focus on the lack. Mm-hmm. And there's always that intentional. And is that going to serve who I'm becoming? What I'm creating? Is it going to serve my clients? okay, what do I choose? Yeah, I can feel like I can feel this. It's true that it like that for me in my own money mindset, <laughs> like a a zero K month, it feels awful. Yeah. And I also know that it's safe to have these feelings and that nothing in entrepreneurship is just a solid path straight straight line up up. we all want it which is what i want and expect right (laughs) like i am someone that just gets better and better always forever and ever amen like that's how i was in my career you know that's how i was with my grades and that's
0: what exactly what we were talking about with the employee thing in a job you do you have a steady paycheck and then you get a raise and so it is this like plateau up plateau up in entrepreneurship it's down up, a little <laughs> down, way up a little down yes. way up yeah maybe tiny plateaus but for the most part one of the gifts that my one of my coaches gave me was uh she calls it divine fluctuations so it's like no mm-hmm. like, zero, like if you if you have a huge month and you have a smaller month you can make that mean whatever you want but she's mm-hmm. like what if it goes bigger the next month you just don't know what are you like you kind of said like what are you focusing your attention on? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're both
1: going to be there. Mm-hmm. And there are reasons that you have val like there is validation in the feelings, right? It's valid because of a story and you get to look at that. Okay. I have this valid feeling, but is the story about it true? Yeah. Is that, oh, maybe it's not. Yeah. What is, right. And that's
0: why I love Barn Katie's work is like if you, you okay, like to so use your example of like a zero K month. Like yeah. you made no money. Is it absolutely true that you'll never make money again? <laughs> right. No. But our brains love to be like, this is the end. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> you will never make money again.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know. I love, and that's a cool. It's also so cool not only to that. That's why having a coach, I think. Is essential to get back to the safety, back to what's possible, back to how are you creating this? What has gone well, you know, get into the gain, all those things. And then like, for me, having my husband that can really understand, you know, like, so not just to have a coach, but to have someone that close, safe person to hear you and say, Hey, yeah, I know. Like it's hard sometimes. (laughs)
0: And that's yeah. the nature of it. And that's yeah, how Sometimes beautiful. you need both, right? You need mm-hmm. someone to be like, yeah, it's, it is really hard. And other times you need people like, snap out of it. Come on. Let's yes. get back to, to the creating part.
1: Yeah. And, and a coach, I do think co- great coaches
0: do both mm-hmm. because- I agree with you.
1: We are all parts. And there is that part that needs to be seen and validated of this sucks. I feel like, like, oh my gosh, is this that? Yeah, of course you feel that way. Yeah. That's yeah. your
0: human yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah. So, just yesterday I was coaching a client and she's like kind of, kind of in the scarcity, you know, coming into the yeah. holidays. She's like, I don't even know if it's true that I need money. Anyway, we were talking about this and yeah. I was like, like, we just, in the conversation, we kind of got to the point where she realized like she just needed like a little break. That abundance Mm -hmm. for her was like, I'm going to take some time to not work on my business. It is like, and that is- me, I get like believing that it's working. So she took yes. like, a 45 minute just like do nothing. And then she boxed me and was like, I had two people pay their invoice. I made $4,500 today. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like it was always working. Yes. Like, in her mind, she could have just, and this is what our clients do all the time, right? We like, they like spin out on something. And sometimes it's like, you just need to take a step back, like that higher level of consciousness, right? Like, yes. think about this differently. You don't even have to work. Sometimes this is like, yes. like mind blowing for me. Sometimes it's not about doing. Sometimes it's about getting yeah. your mind right and then yeah. things work. Yes. I think that's leveling up too. Is like getting ah. your mind right, even if nothing actually changes physically. Yeah. It's mind-blowing. And that is I I
1: that is building that resiliency to be a creator, to yep. be in this unknown sphere of anything's possible. It's up to you. How are you going to rise? to what you're capable of and it is by increasing your capacity to know when to do know when to be know when to pause know when to push that is essential and you can only do it by by showing up and realizing like oh this is when I pause
0: yeah this is when I sometimes it comes from doing it wrong quote wrong yes like, oh i pushed when i really probably should have taken a nap yes <laughs> like, oh like i haven't been posting on social media and i have no clients i haven't done any personal reach outs i need to act right like oh there's, yeah. there's, like it's just discernment i think of like yes what needs to be done or not done yeah yeah i love that yes yeah. so i i did want to ask you about fear because um like when you hear the word level up most people if they say why they're not choosing to level up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like I'm just so afraid of failure. Yeah. It comes out like, I don't really know what I want. It does. Oh, I, don't, I-, I don't, I don't know if like, I don't know if I'm like an entrepreneur type or I don't like, I don't even know if it's like, if it's something that I actually want, you know, it's like, it's not mm-hmm. like I'm so afraid of failing, that those words don't come out. So no. I can kind of ask you like, how does fear sound To people who like, it's time for a level up, but like, they don't know that they're actually afraid.
1: (laughs) It sounds like exact. Cause I just, I'm thinking of multiple clients and one that I just coached earlier. And it was that whole, I don't even know who I am. I don't know what I want when we started. And we've been working together for almost a year now. And it was it, so it sounds like, I don't know. It sounds mm-hmm. like confusion. I, I yes. hear that a It <laughs> sounds like confusion, but what I think it truly is, is this, there has been a moving away from self mm-hmm. and it is, it is time to return to self, a time to return to taking care, getting to know myself again. Um, for so many of my clients, it's like this, 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 push and pull between you know getting a job and getting married and having kids and they give 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 and it's this forgetting of self and putting self last which i resonate with because i did that forever it's like i took care of everyone else i worked my ass off i performed i got it right but then i would have this low level of resentment this low level of irritation that would show up
0: at home Yes. And not like at work. That's how it comes off. It's yes. not like I'm so afraid of my next level. It's no, like it's this bitter.
1: Resentment and you're yeah. bitter. It's yeah. irritation. It is for me, it was like kind of like lashing out and yelling and then
0: feeling like a horrible mom going to bed. And, and I my was like you need like, to say that on your social media. <laughs> I mean, like what? Listen, I feel like I was like, I think you need to say that on your social media, just who oh. you work with and want to work with. It's like it doesn't sound like I'm scared. It sounds like I'm bitter. Ugh,
1: you're so right. And I probably should talk to that more because that was me Yeah. until yeah. I worked on, first of all, asking myself, well, what do I want? Like, what could, what would I want it to look like? And then giving myself permission to believe that it was possible, right? That's like, you. you have to give yourself permission, like, at least let me believe it. What if I believed it for a whole day? <laughs> Let's start there that it was possible. Yeah. What would that look like? And then knowing that it's going to take me returning to me. And that means building self-trust, learning how to um, make decisions for myself, learning how to not rely on other people to approve of me because I did that forever, not seeking validation first, not wondering what other people are going to think. It's like I am this very powerful person when I allow myself to be, Like I want to get back to that. Yeah. And that's what it is. And I see it in my clients. It's like, Oh, I'm like, I just had a client the other day say, I'm usually so stressed at this time of year, but Anna, I'm saying no more. I'm asking myself what I want. I'm just pausing in the moment yes. with my kids. And I'm like, yes, yeah. yes. That's the I work. I feel like
0: there's a whole niche. There's a whole niche that needs to be created of like, I'm the coach that helps people know what they want. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. that's part of leveling up is like almost like a powerful decision. Like, this is what I want. I just decide. Yes. And to just finally like, yes. strike you, you know? It doesn't. And to take care of yourself.
1: Yes. From this place where you don't feel guilty for doing it. Yeah. yeah. And so, oh, I love that you brought that up. That's so cool. It's like, it totally is. It shows up as resentment and irritation and confusion only because you're giving. Yes, for me, it showed up
0: as like this low level, like angst. Like I was just like moody before I found coaching. I'm like, I love my kids for sure. But I was also kind of like, is this it? Like, is this it? I'm kind of scared about this. Like, and kind of angsty, like on edge you know it wasn't like amber are you afraid of leveling up i'd be like not. <laughs> right but like it's like that's what those are the indicators so if you're listening to this mm-hmm. podcast episode you guys and you're feeling angsty bitter yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bored is another one i feel like people get bored it's like that's how you know it's time for a level up and what Absolutely. i love about our world is like this never stops it we never stops. stop leveling up because we know we got the taste. It's like addicting. Yes. It's like, oh, like, yes. there's always more I can become and not yes. from a lack place. Yeah. comes from like an abundant place of like constant evolution. Oh, absolutely.
1: And when did I notice the irritation and the resentment going away when I learned how to truly take personal ownership, right? Like, full responsibility. Even though like I'm human, I still will get, like, I can see myself get activated, right? At my spouse or my kids or whatever. And I have built this ability to, to notice it quicker and to not be hard on myself. Like, so like to build this self-compassion for being a human, because we're never going to just never get triggered again. We're never just going to like not be resentful at something that our spouse does. And
0: transcend humanity. Yeah, it's, it's impossible <laughs> to transcend your humanity. Not if you're living. So if you're like a monk, maybe. Right, If you maybe. leave normal life. Sure. But if you choose to stay in normal life, I agree with you. You're going to be right. and triggered and upset and sad. Because yes. you're yes. engaging in the human experience. It's yes. Right.
1: And then it's just like, wow, it is so much more evident to me how i was creating that but because i was saying it's my husband's fault look my kids don't listen there's stuff everywhere like if they just could keep it clean so i was blaming everything and that made me feel not only like a horrible human at the end of the day But I had no ownership. I'm like, well, I can't do anything. I'll just try to be more patient. No, what you need to do, Anna, is take care of yourself. Go after that fire in your gut. Like, prioritize yourself. Like, literally, do what you want to do. Get your workout in. Take that walk. Take a pause. Like, do the things that make you feel good, you know? Say no to that person who you used to say yes to, you know? Just act with agency. You are a human who can be in complete
0: ownership yeah to understanding that was like transformational for me when i learned like not only do i choose what i do i can choose what i think yeah like it's fun why isn't that? i'm still wondering why isn't that (laughs) like how i studied psych so i'm my bachelor degree is in psychology yes. yes and i never got told that right? That yes. is, it's crazy. That's why I love coaching. It's like all the applied yes. stuff. It's like, they would talk about your thoughts and how it would fire neutro- neutrons, yes. um, neurons, and like, yes. you know, things like that. Very scientific. Yes. Right. But it's like in the applied sense, you get to choose exactly what you think. Mm-hmm. And that leads to taking care of myself and being patient and full of love and going for my dreams because yes. I can manage my mind. But like, that was transformational for me. Yes. Me it still too. Is, honestly,
1: <laughs> it still is. And yeah. every time like I coach a client and they see that and they're like just having the awareness, not that you even have to make, nobody has to make a change. It's just now I have awareness of yeah. why yeah. I'm doing that. Yeah. What do I want to do with that now? I, yeah. It's my choice. Yeah, You don't have to choose abundance. You can choose. Like, that's not like the rule that yeah. people have, you just don't have to, yeah. but the people that work with us, the people that, you know, coaches and people that want to expand and and build this inner confidence and move with agency and in their own power, they, they want to take ownership. They yeah. understand that, like, that means something. Yeah. That means that I actually do get to drop the resentment, the irritation, the boredom, because yeah. I'm in
0: charge. Like, it's free. And I think great coaches hold up the mirror very lovingly. Right. I, in my personal opinion about yeah. coaching, it is not hardcore. It's not like, this is all you it's yeah. more like, Hey, do you want to look at that a little closer? Yeah. Every once in a while, if, the, if my clients have been working with me for a long time, sometimes they'll be talking in mid sentence. of like, Oh my gosh, this is about me. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's okay right like you yes. so they they're talking about their mother-in-law or their husband or whatever and they're like oh my gosh this is about me and yes. it's like that's how you level up like you said yes. you multiple times throughout this episode or this I guess it is an episode this this conversation you've talked right. about personal ownership yeah feels honestly really crappy right yeah it doesn't feel it does. good to be like this is all me right but don't this you feel like that's story. like a foundational step for people to level up into their next phase it of is life?
1: It is, and that is always going to continually be available um, because we're human, and our brain always wants to make it, like, about us, like, as co- you know, it's about, but no, like, I just had my, our coach, like, beautiful coaching with me, like, everything that I said, she was like, hey, like, do you notice something? Like, all of that is about you. I'm like, oh, shit, it was. Yeah thank you thank you i got in that mode of like
0: she held maybe, the mirror very lovingly very lovingly but it was so like i'm so glad right like well I just that's would've... another thing why i love coaching it's like who else in your life tells you the truth the real yeah. truth? right not very many people no um like even like i think about like my loved ones I don't like to tell them the truth because sometimes the truth <laughs> hurts and it's painful. So like I mm-hmm. validate, like you say, like, oh, I sure. want to make them feel good. And yes. if they really ask me for the truth, I will tell them. And I think that's what I'm working on in my personal relationships, right? Like yeah. lovingly tell people the truth, but for our clients, it's like, that's the gift we give them is being yes. just honest. Like, Hey, you're making this all about you right now. Like what you yeah. just said. And you know, the, ask for it
1: and they're they pay they for it. it that's like they pay they're paying it. money
0: for you to tell them they the truth. Pay for
1: it. and and it's brilliant yeah. you know and it, it is how they get to that next place they want to go yeah. and 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 so yeah I it's so, I'd say early on I probably offered too much of the truth like because I was so empowered and it's like yeah. not everybody is ready or wants this
0: yeah, there's an art to it. I think. There is. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think sometimes you have to find your own line because I know some coaches like that's how they built their whole business. Like if you've ever gotten on a sales call with the Tony Robbins team, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had that kind of experience. I was like, holy oh, crap! Like they put you in a corner basically that like you have to admit that you need the program. That's like literally how. Anyway, they make sure. you t- like they they are very intense people. Okay, it's not yeah. my style. Right, Um, And it was just good to see. I think that's what I love about coaching is you get to choose the coach that resonates with you, right? That that you feel safe with. But I think in general, great coaching is about holding up the mirror. And I know you do that for your clients.
1: Yeah. And I love what you said at our mastermind. Like there, you said this and I'll never forget it. Like who you are being as a coach for the people Mm -hmm. who are listening. I know tons of coaches listen to this podcast. Yeah. You, where you are, there's always someone like your next client truly is looking at you, where you are, and that is where they want to go. Yep. And you're going to continue to grow, but it's like they're, it is their future self. They see that in you. They do. And that's a cool thing to recognize, like that you are that for someone right now. Are, Every single are. coach is, you already are, you're already doing it. Keep showing up as like knowing that you are influencing and helping someone, whether they're paying you or not, like with money, with time, with attention, all those things, all those.
0: Yeah. It's so yeah. powerful. Yeah. I, I teach a model called the beat you have. I've, I mm-hmm. don't know um, if you've I think yeah. I've heard you say that. Yeah. Yeah. And so being really resonates with me because um, for the most part, especially if you're doing one-on-one coaching, it's like, it's not necessarily what I know, right? At this point. And I think you've probably, now that you have long-term clients, like I feel like that's when you really see it. Like they're not really hiring me for what I know. They could hire a teacher or read books for that. We hire coaches because we want to calibrate. And you and I talked about that inside the Yeah, Calibrating to energy, who they're being, right? When they talk to me, who I am, inspires something in them to be who they want to be. And that's like, I mean, that's very next level. Um, for me, like, that's why I like putting myself in rooms and containers that I'm like, I like who they be in the world. It sounds like a yes. weird way of saying it, but.
1: No, I love that. I, I feel so similar. And I, I like your be do have, and I, sometimes I say in my brain, like be do and then create, and it's kind of Oh, better. It's like, it is so true because we want to, we want to, especially me, I'm a super action person. A lot of us are we you know we yes. learn in our culture that it's action do it just do it do it, is, it do it yeah it is and i do a lot of that and it, it's so helpful to always go back to wait a second who am i being here yes. what is the energy with which i'm taking this action yes yeah and then is it is it coming from lack and fear and scarcity is it coming from abundance and love and potential okay. that's it that's all that it is So good. And, and and we every single day i have an opportunity every moment to moment we can look at that. I can look, okay, it was from lack. Let me back up a second. That's okay. Yes. i human. How could this be from potential? How is this for me? Right. And then I okay. shift to being and I do the doing is 10 times more effective coming from that abundance. Right. And then you create what you really wanted in the first place. You feel energy.
0: better. And you, <laughs> you follow do it, better. right? I, yeah. I heard a definition of hustle once that was like taking action, but you're believing it's not working. Wow. <sighs> Uh, yeah. and I'm I've I was there. I've been there. Like there is no judgment coming from me because like that yeah. was like basically the first year of my business is like I don't know if this is working. I gotta like work harder. Right, and that felt, felt awful. It felt like the hamster wheel that people talk about. Versus I'm taking action, believing it's working. It is working. Yeah. It is so steadier, slower, mm-hmm. and honestly just more sustainable. Like I can do this for a long time because it is working. Yes, that's how I've leveled up. Is like yes, believing it's working.
1: Yeah. That's, it's huge. I'm so different. working on that, working on that every day. <laughs> Same.
0: I know, yeah. Anna, you're awesome. Well, oh, okay. I work to I wrap this conversation, this amazing yeah. conversation up. What are the big takeaways that you want people to remember from this conversation? That you have an
1: infinite amount of energy sitting in you. Like I love to think about this potential energy um, that people have and your perspective, your thoughts, your stories, they shape the way you are moving that into momentum, right? Kinetic energy.
0: Yeah. And all yeah. oh, that is up that. to you. It is because I'm a huge workout person. Like I'm obsessed. No, but I love coffee. that. Like people, yeah. you need to say that more because not enough people talk about that.
1: Oh, thank you. I just, I, I, I can relate everything to a workout and yeah. uh, that's my PT side of me too. Um, but there's so much potential there. What are you doing with it? How are you tapping into it? How are you using it? Um, I love helping people see what they are capable of by deepening their awareness, their consciousness, their their knowing of how am I being, right? And in, in what way am I showing up and how can I take powerful ownership And when that happens, I amaze myself at what's possible. And we can't even begin to, we can't even begin to talk about the results that we create because they constantly change as we work together. And I love that. And I just, I think all of that at the end of the day, I'm helping my clients build this deep Mm self-trust and learn how to be committed and disciplined, but in a way that's coming from that abundance. And so it's just so much fun.
0: Like. Fun. It doesn't have to be stressful or intense. No. We sometimes, right? That's great. Right. Sometimes it's it can, hard. It feels you hard. can enjoy but... it and have fun with it.
1: Yeah. Follow that desire, make it fun and light and like use the potential, potential energy. energy. You, do that.
0: you embody that so well. Oh, thank like, you. Yeah. If you're not following Anna, you got to go follow her Um, because like <laughs> your energy radiates. And when oh, thank I really you. felt that from you. Um, thank you. Like it can't, like I feel like that lightness. Cause I think a lot of people get into personal development and often it feels very heavy yeah, and intense yeah. and so serious, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. but it can be fun and you can enjoy it truly. And yes. it doesn't have to be this like almost like dark feeling of personal development. It can be right. inspiring. And I love that you talked about kinetic energy. Like to me that feels like light and energetic and exciting. Yes. yes. I think your forte. So I've, really uh, tell you. people where they can find you, Anna.
1: Yeah, you can find me. I hang out mostly on Instagram. I'm at Anna.brinkworth. I am also um on Facebook, Anna Brinkworth Coaching. And cool. that's that's where I'll I am. probably just
0: link your Instagram okay in the, the show notes. That'd be great. Cool. Yeah. Well, you're incredible. Thank you so you much. Are. Thank so you. Fun.
1: I just love you. I love this conversation. I know. I love I when energy meets energy, it's it amplifies.
0: That's yeah. So good. Yeah, amplified. Hopefully the people listening to this felt that. Yeah, 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 Hey, if you love this podcast, I know you'd love The Matrix, where I coach, teach, and mentor entrepreneurs like you about what I call the art of entrepreneurship. It really is the year of miracles, where we combine business strategy with doing the inner work where you take your business to the next level. Check it out and join the wait list at itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix.